Oh man, you should have been there when they're all like the kittens and then maggots in the ceiling. It was like wild. Oh yeah, well that's 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 Michelle's business, but there there is an issue issue in Michigan. Things aren't right in Michigan. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but it's amazing. If I hit, if I, if I hit a, like a gunshot, then this will officially be the greatest podcast ever. this week uh okay we got a really cool messy interview with uh michelle perez and remy boydell who are the director writers and artists respectively of the pervert which is on image books a comic book guys you know the guys with the, the muscles and such and uh it's good as hell and you need to go read this even if you're not that into graphic novels or comics or whatever. So The Pervert is about a mostly unnamed uh, character working as a rent boy in Seattle who is uh, kind of fucking up. They're um, not screening their clients, they're having unprotected sex and not even eating, having to go to food banks, they're job is falling apart their relationships are falling apart it's just one of those like amazingly beautiful everything is going wrong for this person stories and it, it's bleak as hell and i cried at the end which is incredibly rare and that's not some like macho thing it's just the, the fact that i rarely cry at fiction in general and um yeah, it's, it's amazing, and you really need to be checking this one out. So we're going to be talking about that. Then there'll be some music from uh, Secret Cutter, because they've been, like, drip-drip releasing uh, stuff on their band camp. And the, the riff on this song, man, let me tell you. Uh, listen to that at the end of the episode. But uh, here's Michelle and uh, Remy and me, and here's us talking. Yeah. I mean, even when I was like internet dating Michelle, I like had her muted on Twitter because I got too stressed out. <laughs> she's good at she's good at Twitter. Give her that. Good. good poster. I I wouldn't know. That's um. I mean, sometimes I'll like have my phone and she'll post something that would be like very unsafe and that's for W. At least shut the door. But you gotta leave it down. Okay. You done? You done hollering? 
he he's just you know he's very aggro. Is that your hot dad or your brother or what? Uh, it's my younger brother David. Uh, okay. He was, he was the one that we showed. Well, I put a bunch of porn on the screen, and he was like, "What are you trying to get me to leave or something?" And I was like, like yeah. "Yeah, this is this is this is two dudes barebacking it." I mean, I'm uh, trying here. You should you should have put tight tight crimson stuff up. Uh, well, at the time, I think it was I think it was we were doing we were working on the scene with Andromeda. <laughs> and you were asking me for, uh, hey, can you find the best 69 picks or something? We need some good reference stuff, and it's a very difficult angle to draw. It so I was really, like, it's really hard to draw that, yeah. And there isn't really good images of trans people doing 69s, like, in I profile. Up, I ended up with one. Like, it, no, no one in the picture looked very beautiful, but... I mean, yeah, but I... I'm, I was thinking of the one I had, like in my yeah. in my in my big JPEGs folder. It's like, all right, the sixty nine. Here's what I'm gonna send Remy and put in the Google Doc. Does anyone else have a folder that's literally just JPEGs? Like that's the only classification. Uh, some people catalog their stuff. I kind of just leave it messy so that like. You know how, like, old people have, like, their old cowboy books everywhere and stuff? That's me with pornography I find on the internet. Do you have just every JPEG <coughs> you've ever sat in a folder? Uh, yes, and I have instances of, like, exclusives that are on a whole other computers. Yeah, mine, mine, everything I own is in, like, subfolders from when I used to do the furry stuff for, like, main income source. So This is all This is all in the podcast, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the mic is hot. We're all that's, we're recording. That's, that's fine. I like how you, you warned us. <laughs> and I also like how I'm, like, hear the secrets in text chat. I, I can, I can cut whatever, but, uh, yeah. No, I, no, it's fine. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people have that JPEG folder. It's usually labeled like tax information or something like that. I used to have that for years, even way before I had tax information. My parents wait, kept wait, finding yeah. it there. Wait, like you keep your taxes like, you keep like a digital version of your taxes? No, no. Michelle like, doesn't like, know about taxes. Oh, no. No, like, like the porn goes in a folder labeled tax folder. Oh, mine, like, oh, mine is in a folder that says day job. It's literally, it literally says day job. Yeah, yeah, that will work too. For, see, I, if I if I saw a thing called taxes, and like I lab, I'm hyper paranoid. I'm being on the internet now. I'm in a state of constant hyper vigilance. So my my thinking is, if I put a thing on my computer that had a had a thing that said taxes. It'd be like, all right, so here's my social security number. Here's my earnings for the year. I would, I would not, I would, I, I would literally label my taxes file porn. Oh my uh, god! And I would, Don't... only, I would only, I would only keep physical cop. I would never keep a PDF of my taxes. Michelle, um, have you ever done taxes before? 
Oh my god, I'm amazing at it. I, I, I love Joe Taxes. I don't believe that for one second. Dude, I file my taxes uh, every chance I get. I haven't had to file in recent years because I haven't made enough to file. But every year preceding that, I always uh, went through and used the easy file. And I've done my taxes like consistently ever since I was 19. I've done my own taxes. Oh, it is the it. one... It is the it is the one adult thing I do, and not only do I like to do it, I, I I almost love doing my taxes. I don't know why. It's just oh yes, here's how much I made. Here's my earnings. Oh here's here's my maximum return. Can I claim this? So I'll go through my house and I'll take like an inventory of would this count towards claiming it for my job? Like I was able to claim my pants. In Tennessee, your like pants or your underpants? Like my pants, pants. Oh, your trousers. Because I, I, my yeah. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. I'm your sorry. trousers. My trousers. <laughs> I got to translate for the British fans. Uh, oh man, I yeah, don't think no. we have British fans. It's just my mom, and she's like, I don't want to read this. Well, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm in Britain. Oof. I like I like the book. So you have uh, your mom. I just. Here. I just left. I just left. Real you, well. You were in uh, Camden, right? Uh, oh, no, that was just on my page because oh. I got dark stages ago. Oh, right, okay. That was I a ask you where false you flag psyop. No, it, it doesn't matter. Cause it worked on me. It doesn't matter because I moved. My friend lived in Camden. Um, yeah. I don't know, just just around. It's not like important anyway. Oh, of course, yeah. There's like three comic book stores there that I like work with who I like. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm very relieved to hear Michelle does her taxes. Why? Why would you be? But hold on. Why would? Why would that be a thing you worry about me? I just worry about. One? That's the only part of your life that I worry about, basically ever. Uh, yeah, no, that is, and here with all of this privileged information I have, you have never needed to worry about me being able to do my taxes or not doing my taxes because <laughs> I am so fucking good at doing my taxes. Uh, yeah, you're, you're was, you've got it locked down. Seriously, if I, I I I bet there's like a little tax prep course you you could take before doing H and R block, and like if they were chill with trans people, which you know fifty fifty there, this is the Midwest. I would I would I would work for H and R block like in a heartbeat. Can we have like Snoofy Isabel tax crossover? Uh, that that could be a that could be a character. There, there would be a character arc for the never happening or theoretical. I don't know. Pervert too. I like having fake sequels that are not going to happen ever. Uh, all right. So the Forbidden. short. So so our shorthand for the Felina character, whatever we were writing the book, was Snoofy. Because one of my nieces and nephews 
were constantly over my shoulder whenever I was on the laptop writing it initially. And uh, they saw Remy's drawing of uh, the character initially, and they started yelling at the screen, Snoofy. We were it's, on... Uh, it's a, it was a safer work one, I mean, hopefully. <laughs> Just gonna yeah, no. Put that out what, there. I'm not a sociopath, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to sh- show these kids, hey, hey, y'all. Y'all wanna, y'all wanna learn about uh, no this this explicit thing? No. God no. Yeah, Michelle named the characters, and I like didn't like the names. Michelle named uh, the book, and I didn't really like the name of the book. <laughs> Do you like it now? Or is is the per- no? Who? No. What what would what would you have gone with? God, no idea. It's definitely super, super named now. Um, it is, yeah. At this point, you're yep. kind of set in stone. My, my writing philosophy is a lot like my regular philosophy, which is because we had, we had put so much time into naming and naming conventions, my mantra has always been the best decision is to make one. And so I was just like, all right, we've got the pervert. It relates to something that happens in the book. It, I think, I think it became the pervert because it was the name of the first strip, and mm-hmm. Remy was not uh, was not like bothered with the name of the first strip. But we we're gonna like do it for Vice, and then it didn't turn out that way. But oh yeah, Nick Gazin is like it has too many words in it. <laughs> That was like the only thing he said. <laughs> so it got turned down. It got turned down for Vice then. Yeah, well, they don't do serializations like full stop. They want oh. standalone short strips like that, like work work as a unit together, maybe, but less like 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 one or several page standalone ones, which is like fair enough. But I was also told that the art director doesn't read emails that are like longer than a sentence so you don't have very much time to say anything and as as someone told me that was it was true and it it did it did get rejected for having too many words vice is too busy being cool you gotta (coughs) like put on your supreme hoodie and just be cool at them instead of writing emails Oh, I don't know how cool Vice is. I mean, uh... oh, it's it's all over the place. I applied for a job there recently, and uh-huh. and like I have I have like a I have like a Twitter almost frenemy. Every time I retweet a Vice article, they're like, "Oh man, it's it's it must be great to retweet this fucking." website that was co-founded by a white supremacist and it's like fucking what do you what do you want from me i i don't run the site i i'm not i'm not uh, who's the other bearded guy that isn't gavin mckinnis shane you know smith. Uh, shane smith wow how the fuck can you forget a name like that that's <laughs> an incredible incredibly easy name to remember Shay, yeah, i'm not shane smith i'm i'm a, i'm applying for a job it, you you said you bought my book. Do you want me to fucking eat? I need to eat food. I need to pay bills. <laughs> Give me a break, goddammit. 
No, yeah, it's it's a tradition for me for every one of my new books. I'll send like a single strip from one of them in and get it formally rejected by Vice, and it's like a type of christening. <laughs> oh. That's how you know it's good? That's how you smash the bottle on the side of the boat? Yeah, the next one, 920, is also, my next comic is also ready. He, the guy didn't like, like, there was like a, not like a joke about periods, but they, it was just like mentioned, it just like existed in a strip, and he thought that was very yucky. Um, like Vice? Yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. It's, it's really funny edgy because... magazine is grossed no, out by periods? No, not at all. Because, like, you can show them, like, with, like, bongs and stuff is fine. Sexist stuff isn't fine if it's graphic, and it's super not fine if it's, like, gay and graphic. Um, wow, that's it's kind of... It's kind of like faux edgy, I don't know. Or maybe it's just like fine if you're like Simon. But um because yeah. like what yeah, one of my friends like did run stuff in there, but he's kind of outgrown it. Um He's like better than Vice, I think. Well I'm trying to like Simon Hanselman I don't I I can't I can't remember anything explicit ever happening in, like, Megan Maw, but I remember scenes where, like, a owl's dick would be hanging out and they were in, like, a, a shopping cart of some sort. I, I don't think they they ran, like, the naked ones in Vice. I think it was, like, the one where Meg's in Amsterdam and she, like, poos in public. I mean, like, lots of the strips are explicit, but, like... Um... Well, I'm not going to say that the art director advice, like, knows who I am enough to, like, dislike me, but I think... Uh, oh, God. I, I like, a give-off of more, like, whatever is in my work. It's, like, an essential, like, kind of bitchness or, like, more... If you don't want yeah. to shit talk, that's fine, I will. The guy only fucking likes Jaime Hernandez, and that's fine. That's cool. Love and Rockets is good, but is it's not the still only. Alive even? Yes, he's super alive. <laughs> oh, he's okay, so alive cool. right now. But well, yeah, good for him. But it's like I, I, he was the wasn't he the dude with the hot take that was like uh, I thought he it, was alive it, at the same time as Crumb. That was on uh, the wasn't it? Right, like Crumb was like sixties, seventies, and Love and Rockets was like eighties. Is Crumb still alive? Yes. Um, no. no, he died recently, what? didn't he? I, I, <laughs> we don't know if he's dead or not. Let's Google yeah, he's like, uh, oh my Shogun's god, pervert right now. Is Crumb dead? I don't Crumb know. Dead. Okay. How did uh, one of them? The know. Google result is: Is he dead? And it doesn't say. It no no. The general rule of thumb is. If you Google them and it just says born, you're good. They're still alive. One of these said... Oh, no, he is still alive. He died of it. One of these said he died of an exploded prostate. I think this might be a nice, funny article, though. Yeah, I think, I think, I think you're reading gags and or goofs quarterly. I am, but I liked it. Um... <laughs> John Kay is still alive. Oof. 
I know he should, but hopefully he'll he'll shuffle off soon. Yo, so uh, let's like introduce the book because we haven't like we've mentioned its name and we mentioned it was rejected from Vice, but we haven't really uh, talked about what is the pervert and where you can go buy it. Uh, so when you guys give a little synopsis to the to the folks at home what what's the pervert about and why is it awesome ooh ooh remy you do it first and then i'm going to do another one in addition to yours that'll be good sure it's like repurposed like auto bio which is basically what like both of us work doing um I think Michelle will probably argue that it's like more restructured and fictionalized, but Michelle's the dog. It's about her. <laughs> Can get it on Amazon or wherever. <laughs> it's all right, I guess. <laughs> you, you can't get it anywhere that I've tried to get. I had to get it on Amazon. It's in, yeah, it's in no we're sorry. Uh, it's it's sold out. It's sold out everywhere. It well, that's, I, that's good. That's I, yeah, I don't like mind I, not getting it if it's sold out. I, if I, I don't get meant, it because it's like badly distributed, yeah. then that pisses me off. But no, no, like lots of people said they're having trouble getting hold of it from like Diamond. Even like I don't know if they're gonna do a second printing or what. Um, uh, I I talked to I talked to one of the guys. It was a specific thing for that shop in Seattle, and they they. I, I talked to the guy, uh, our publishing guy. I apologize if I forget his name. He was really, he was really prompt too. Uh, yeah. They they talked to Diamond about it, and they managed to restock over there. And I mean, we've we we've had a lot of people say that uh, you know, hey, we we've had. It, it sold out, so I, I just if any this is me putting on my shilling for this book hat. If you if you don't have any physical locations with the book, please ask your comic shop to ask the distributor for more copies. They'll they'll be more than happy to restock, and if they keep restocking and sell out at the distribution end, then they can do a reprinting, and then we are millionaires and we can we can buy the good toilet paper Ooh, yeah geez. the numbers the numbers have been like highly decent because michelle was fighting with like all right guys on <laughs> twitter which made more people want to read it i guess i don't it's, know that is like a really really good tactic nowadays i know it wasn't like a tactic i know it was sincere especially the kurt i, I old thing which we'll get to. Oh yeah, the, but, uh, the funny guy, the tentacle porn enthusiast. Yes, and possible child pornographer as well. Possible. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel possible. like people are people keep being a bit a bit loose with that. I have no idea what that dude's deal is. For the record, be, be right back. He's oh jeez, this is like already a train wreck we've done like a bunch of interviews and stuff to the point that i've like i lost all of the notes that i had about oh don't worry what don't i say every episode of this is has to be a tra train wreck like every episode like 
99 times out of 100, me and the usual co-host who isn't here will start talking about a very serious book. Then we will talk about anime for like at least 50 minutes. It, it, it has, to, yeah, this is totally fine to be a train wreck with anything. Uh, I haven't I have even the... introduced the show yet, and we're 23 yeah. minutes in. Hello, welcome well, to Death Well, that's because you didn't you didn't tell us when the when the mic was hot. You just let oh. me and Michelle like. You really walked into that one. Yeah, I, that, was, that was my thing, but you know, I, I I try and do like a little kind of cold open, and then do the show. But then I kind of got into a thing, and then... yeah, Michelle was fighting with her family, and I mentioned the maggots in the ceiling by accident. There was no there was no fighting. It was just like I was just saying. Oh man! Oh yeah, no, it'd be more angry if it was fighting. That's just normal talking. I'm gonna dub in some gunshots. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Glat, glat. Brap, brap. Uh, yeah. Um, so Michelle, now you're back. Why don't you give us your take on the book you wrote? Uh, it is a, it is a book I wrote with Remy, uh, Remy basically was an ad hoc editor and, uh, it's, I made it good. Oh God. There's so, <laughs> there's so many, there's so many, there's so many edits, uh, that I think probably make the book a lot more structured and centered and wild. Sure, it does focus on me a lot. Uh, the second half of the book was going to turn into some crazy shit because yeah, I'm a former... Yeah, you were I'm like... For- <laughs> you were like, oh, we should have deer, but the deer have people faces, so it's like messed up when they kill the deer, and I was like, did you... You said that! You said that, and you were dogging me because you said I was trying to fucking bite Sweet Tooth at Vertigo, yeah, because... which I took as an insult because I've never read one issue of Sweet Tooth. Apparently, I know, it's I, good. I was just saying the deer with the people face is like we shouldn't do that. I feel like I made a good decision there. Oh I my think fucking! I, I just want to have a fight with you on air really badly. Um, there are lots of scenes of the dog smoking a cigarette and looking to the middle distance. If you think that she does that a lot in the book, she did it way more in edits. And the other one had too many knives, which would have been realistic, but we had to tone it down. Too many knives. It was gonna be. It was gonna yeah. be. Basically, it was a trans girl uh, character that brought out a bunch of her knives while at a diner, and uh, the thing is. It was too much trans inside baseball. Yeah, Just everyone has trans so girls having having a million fucking knives for for like no reason. <laughs> Just not even for like defense. Just like like a Gabe Newell amount of knives. Just yeah. too many knives. Uh, like and an edge lord amount of knives. Then there was uh there was gonna be the ending was gonna be completely different. But it was going to be very religious, which Remy was not on board with. Yeah, I was uh, like, "God's fake. Let's break up." I yeah, we're doing that verbatim. No, it was more. It was just also like, man, I kind of wonder how it would have went over uh, after the sort of reactionary right wing response to the book. 
if if we if we did the trans girl Jesus thing, but in hindsight, you know, uh, it's fine that it didn't go down that way. Also, it, the so, book would have not had any structure had that happened. So, in the original, was like Felina gonna find Jesus or something? Is that the what was gonna happen with the religious version? I can't even remember it because I said no so fast. Michelle, you should say what it was. Okay, so what it was was basically I was playing around with the idea since the characters' work arcs followed my own. Felina has a recurring discussion with Tom near the end of the book about something she's writing. Uh, And we don't really follow up with it that much. But she wrote the book, and it's the one you're reading. Ah, uh, so I was gonna have to be. I was gonna have the book itself uh, that Felina was working on be one be of the two Bible. things. <laughs> it was gonna be. It was gonna be a retelling of the the story of Jesus. No, it's and the, just the actual Bible. She rewrites the Bible. No, and... she writes it, and it's the first time it's happened in the world. Yeah. Oh, God, she's, oh, oh, so it's God, and everything is cyclical, and, you should, uh, you should fucking see my, now. you should see my fucking normal, the YouTuber script, because it's off the chain. Normal okay. isn't from Garfield? Well, normal's my OC. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Original, original character, do not steal. Do not steal, copyright, copyright. Um... No, we. She transitions, and her name is Nirvana with an E. Oh, right. Okay. Holy shit! I just burned my tongue with this coffee, it's, and and that's because of how really that was. Yeah, that's a fuck. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I need uh, to. I need to run some of it past you because I need to do a more formal structure. The because we're because we're not. Yeah, because we're not one. <laughs> we're not one one collaborating on a book ever again. Because it was too much. I'll give you like assistant director credits <laughs> or whatever. Oh if you just God. if you if you look at it and be like this bit sucks, or just be like it's fine, then <laughs> that's that's my new that's my new job. Comic book script doctor to the fucking stars. Executive this director. This is bad. Which like, what? What? Just producer. Like, it doesn't mean anything, but sounds good. What? Does, what, are, what does Dick Wolf do? Whatever uh, is the executive good producer. Okay, executive producer is, does something on that show too. Yeah. You don't want to be an executive producer on Normal. I mean, you do. Is the pay good? The pay is that I'll look at whatever you're you're doing and say if it's okay or not, and it's going to be a trade. Uh, uh, is it for exposure? Depends how exposed you want to feel. I don't know. These are very esoteric answers. Well, you gotta gotta come, <laughs> gotta gotta come to me with clear demands. All right. We'll see. We'll see. TBD. TBD. It's I, gonna I be. It's gonna be so good. I'm gonna show it to you anyway. 
All right. I always see things. All the time, <laughs> I'm seeing shit. <laughs> I see things every day. All, every single day, I'm seeing something. See <laughs> your problem. It's me. Yeah, so, uh, um, so Michelle, you were talking about the uh, right-wing uh, MAGA chuds all coming at you over the book. Did I thought I thought this would have like gone under the radar, or just been too uh, out there for uh, to touch? Was, but uh, I I'm gonna be real careful with what I say because I feel like part of navigating this stuff nowadays is. Uh, not blowing that person up. The only person I'll formally refer to with regard to this is fucking uh, Kurt Eichenwald because for the most part, A, I've forgotten most of the names of the people because they use little cartoon character names. Mm, And two, it's YouTubers. So, like, I think think being a YouTuber is so passe now, it's like, being one of the first people that got a Gmail invite from someone else, <laughs> fucking, it it's your social, your YouTube is your social media account now. It's like your Facebook vlog. Saying you create content on YouTube is is like saying you make tweets on Twitter now. It's that's it's, so uncool. I dedicated our entire book to Markiplier because I was the last person to get to edit it before it went to the printer. I I'm just saying when when everyone has a fucking YouTube, no one has a YouTube. The Incredibles. Okay, uh, but let's just take a moment to appreciate Markiplier and stuff that really matters. Uh, I'm doing. I'm. You can't see me physically doing this, but right now uh, I'm in my house and I'm blinking and nodding. At the at the laptop screen, much in a a Markiplier like fashion. You ca- you couldn't do anything in a Markiplier like fashion. Don't even. And then then don't just even do trip. it. Then just apply my deep man ASMR voice. <laughs> Today what is, we're pl- wait. What ASMR would Snoofy do if she had a channel? Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say reading the text from Undertale out loud. Wow! And trying to do she would not read out Undertale. She would do like ASMR if like girl does your makeup and tells you you look nice. I feel like I feel like she would do. uh, I feel like she would read government documents. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. NSA. Yeah, NSA, NSA. Today, today we're gonna read WikiLeaks, and then she would do like the lip smacking noises. Oh, I hate that. Oh, also, but I swear she doesn't have lips because she's like a bean-faced dog. That's true. Well, maybe she does like the the involuntary tongue thing, where there's just like, and then you yeah. like lick your nose hole. Oh yeah, classic, classic. Classic Snoofy move. Good, good. Good, well, I'm glad we stayed on topic. This is why we don't, <laughs> we never do podcasts at the same time, because we either fight or derail really bad. Like I said, but... I, I'm all about the derailment. It, it, This should be derailed. 
Like good. Yeah, derail it right it away. For, like trains and losers. Well, maybe I guess. Uh, but I think the reason we got well, I think the reason Michelle got all right attention because they don't really care about me, is because even though gay comics or furry shit isn't really a new thing, it's still like a uh, big four. So I think that's why it was it was high profile enough. Because I mean, it got like a good write up in the Huffington Post and everything. Yeah, I see big news for it everywhere. Yeah. Uh... Huffington yeah. Post 80 was, like, very nice. Yeah. I think I think the initial response after I said one thing about one troll guy, uh, the, the tendency for a lot of alt-right people is to, all right, for the most part, most of society hates us anyway, and we're fucking lepers. So when a narrative comes out, we have to try to control it as best as possible. So everything escalated. Lepers. So, like, I said one thing about one guy. I actually said what became me saying something about all veterans and then all of whatever group of people. And, you know, this didn't really gain traction anywhere outside of one specific YouTube and... uh a PJ Media, there was, here, here are the websites I have no problem mentioning because whenever something fucking stupid happens on Twitter, these people are bottom feeders to go after. It was, it was one angry gamer. One angry gamer. And any, anything I could say about the site you you can look at the site itself and its production values are yeah. fucking I don't right I, on spot. I don't think I have to. I, I can just I can see that site in my head. I can see and that guy and that guy's bedroom. Yeah, oh, and then there was uh, PJ Media. Oh, those guys. Yeah. I, oh yeah, I do. I don't know what that is. PJ Media is like uh, I think it's like. We're for parents. We hate blacks and oh. Mexicans. And if you're trans, uh, Megan Fox is going to write about you, but not the hot one. Oh, okay. uh, it's like it's like it's like a, a 40, 40 something year old lady who looks like she engages in race play. Oh, uh, and well, I bet they loved your asshole pics on Maine. You should just do like. Go and see pictures. Oh my god, I got an email from uh, our publicist. Like, we hate to ask this, and I'm not messing with you, but have you ever used uh, the image watermark with your nudes? And I was like, no! And then <laughs> they, she, it, was a, it was a setup. They were trying to frame her to get her so, in trouble, but it was like the real Michelle would never censor her nudes. Yeah, no. <laughs> If I if I put my butthole online, I'm putting my butthole online. We're we have a we're we're literally going to sell my nudes at a art exhibition uh, in San Francisco relatively soon. Uh, it, it's it's basically a art exhibition about Tijuana Bibles and stuff. And so the pervert kind of has a 
a interesting parallel to that school of art. And yeah, I mean, it's a pretty it's a pretty loose theme, but there's like a weird intertextual thing because in the book the character says, well, the other one is looking at something and says, oh, you're in in the scene and it's called it's called basement slots, and oh. we made. We made that in real life as well as like a textual reference to it. Okay. The real one is like a series of photographs that were taken in a basement and are of Michelle. And to be honest, it's like pretty classy. I like, I looked at proper like fashion magazine spreads when I put it together. Oh, nice. It's like, it actually looks really good, surprisingly. Pete, and you then the photography? Uh, it was like Michelle's friend, I think. It, it, it's a it's a photographer I've worked with. Uh, <laughs> that said, that said, uh, that said, uh, as far as the right wing response, it was it's it, it's basically a usual group of reactionaries. One guy reads a a Vox Day ebook on how to own the SJWs. And then tries to replicate the success of that ebook. The one guy in particular had 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 some sort of success with it. I think I think he he managed to get his book backed uh, on Indiegogo, and then the publisher that was going to publish the book dropped out, and <laughs> now it's in limbo. And now they're going to try to start their own publisher or pyramid scheme or whatever it's it's like uh people ask me to comment about it and i mean a lot of it is just the the same the same white dudes who would have never bought the pervert at all and the adherents were like all right i need it in with people i need to be one of the cool ones so it's the cool girl, it's the cool black guy, it's the cool Mexican, the cool Filipino dude who tells you all of your biases and bigotry is is totally justified and that it's something we can agree to disagree about. Uh, that stuff isn't unique to comics. It used to bother me, but... Uh, oh, you yeah, know, you'd have fights with like the trans or right, cam girls and stuff. Oh God! Don't now, now, now! I'm just trying to think big picture. Now I'm just trying to think. You know what? This is this is media, and while there is an importance to media, uh, I'm more bothered by like fucking I don't know our 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 current uh, government being really into the idea of uh, escalating Japanese internment style conditions if not worse i i you can you can jack off all, all over your superman and spider-man books you can have it i don't give a fuck uh mm-hmm. like you're no one fucks with you you're all basically lepers i it's not worth worrying about i'm doing a dc cover actually I probably shouldn't say what title it's for yet, but it got like okayed yesterday. Just nice. like a variant cover. Good. Awesome. Good for you. Yeah, I'm not very I'm not very confident with cape stuff yet, so I'm 
it's kind of taking ages to like get it the way I want it to be. Are you allowed to like make it your own? Is it allowed to be like your other stuff? Uh, I I did it I did it pretty stylized to be honest because I really like technical exercises like that. So it doesn't look like it doesn't look like crazy indie or anything. Um, but for me, that's like interesting because I I basically didn't come from a background of doing that kind of mainstream comics work before. But also, I'm probably going to be doing Rick and Morty comics later this year. What is is, is that yeah. exclusive? Can I put the big exclusive sound? That I'm gonna make no, I, this. I think I blogged on it, blogged ah, about it. <laughs> so it is an audio exclusive. You've never like said it out loud and been recorded. Well, I, I've never said anything out loud before. Wow, everything is an exclusive. That's yeah. so exclusive. So, okay, yeah. well, okay. How, how are you? Okay, tell tell me more about Rick and Morty because um, it's. Rick is old. Well, I, I know the, I know the show. Short. Okay, yeah, yeah. Take the piss. I know. Um, but, but, yeah, they what... said I talked to some people, and they're like, "Yeah, okay." Um, and so it's it's like later this year, and I haven't got any details for them yet because I've had to finish the DC thing first. <laughs> I don't I don't know who I'm working with writer wise. Because but I think the insides, not like variant covers or anything. It's like a, the the comic. Yeah, it's like a bit of it. They don't just have like an exclusive artist or anything like that. Um, yeah. I like when their eyes look like asterisk shaped. I'm gonna steal <laughs> that for normal. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. If <laughs> if you do if do Rick and Morty stuff, then Elon Musk, who is a huge Rick and Morty fan, will probably see your see your work. He'll want I'm gonna to be right to... back. I'm uh, I'm pouring this coffee into my eyelids. He'll he'll want to break up with Grimes and date me, but I'll say Mm-mm, I'm okay. Thank you. <laughs> That's a, a very so she's thing. gonna wow. have to, she's very gonna contra- have to stay. Very controversial episode of the podcast. Yeah. Holy wow! E- Elon Musk is bad. It's a pretty hot take there. He's he's bad. He's bad, and he'd want to date me. Every forty-year-old guy that is bad would want to date me. Okay, and um... it's real. It's because I listen to like Rush and Pantera, and I'm like the dog whisperer of middle-aged men. But it's a curse. There are younger men who listen to Pantera still. It's that, that's a curse on humanity. That they exist. Yeah, that that they're what Try they're what are called. They're what. There's what they're what we refer to as neo Nazis. Yeah. If you if you hear if you hear a, a, there's a 17 year old playing Pantera's Walk, and is really emphasizing the word boy. Uh, what about gonna... faith? What about faith? No more. Wait. Faith. What about Rush? Rush is my favorite. That's okay. Yeah. I'm not. Lots of people Look. listen to Rush. Well, if anyone knows yeah. anything about Phil Anselmo, like what I'm saying is not really that much of a joke. Phil Anselmo's main media problem is being caught saying white power in places. Hmm. That is that's, that's, like, that's like the opposite of you. <laughs> oh my god. 
Yeah, you can't yeah. say white power nearly enough. Should balance it out. Michelle would get Michelle got in trouble for saying kill white people and it makes Twitter locker account. <laughs> That's true. We've all wanted to kill yeah. white people. It's not yeah, we there there was a there was a golden age in twenty sixteen where you could say, you know, kill all the whites. All the whites must die. I remember tweeting sometimes for whole days. You know what would be great? A trench full of white people. Just white people. And Twitter was like, you know, that's not... That's a little passe, but who are we to judge? And now, like, everything has changed in the span of two years to, like, you can't even... You can't even uh, joke about... I. You can't even say negative things about someone being considered far-right. Jack from the fucking website itself uh, came in and said, we're sorry Candace Owens for for smearing you as far right and it's just like good ah oh, god it's all horse shit. I hope they add the edit function to Twitter so the site finally fucking dies <laughs> I like Instagram better. I miss when Tumblr was important because it made me feel important <laughs> Yeah. And Facebook want... is just the worst. So I'm sure we can all agree Facebook is unusable garbage at this point. Except yeah, for like people's I... grandmas. Yeah, I don't really use Facebook. I, I I use Facebook to keep up with people who have left Twitter and uh people who I wanna make sure are not internet stalkers. Mm-hmm. It's I use iMessage. Like, <laughs> yeah, Facebook's good for like your aunt's anti-vaxxer memes, but uh, that's about it right now. The only thing Twitter has going for it is the nudes. That's it. And even now, they're like they're trying they to figure out a way to down. crack down on it. They don't want hoes on Twitter. They really are into neo-Nazis on Twitter. That's like their bread and butter right now. Uh, and it's sad because you see images like yesterday and the day before of uh, Danny DeVito at Pride and it's like that's good now I'll have some more of that but that's like the exception that's not the rule anymore yeah Twitter's getting worse I think we're gonna need to like I think, like, the age of, like, these giant social networks with, like, 30, 40 million people, even a billion in Facebook's case, is just going to have to end someday. Because no one wants to be on Twitter anymore. People have already left Facebook. Do you think it's going to fragment down? Yeah, definitely. It's going to go... My prediction is we're going to go back to forums. Like, remember back in the day, these, these like BB Press forums that yeah, some guy yeah. posts his websites. Like all all the best stuff in my life has happened because of internet forums. Like everyone literally. says that I had like yeah. a That's queer true. friendship group through uh, through a forum, which was for in, like an LGBT webcomic, but I won't name it because it's crap. Yeah, um, that's how people. And I, yeah, yeah. I I met my wife through a web forum. Uh, I met like tons of friends. I I decided which u- university to go to for a web forum. So 
like that form's really good. I definitely, but... definitely know a friend that's also met their spouse through it, but yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't. People. I didn't have anything like crazy good happen to me, but maybe I didn't like join enough. Yeah. If you got into like a good little place, it would be like some obscure stuff, like a web comic or some guy's YouTube channel or even like a mainstream comic. And it'd be like a cool yeah. group of like twenty to thirty people, and it would be really good. But on yeah, Twitter, no, I was just... I was on a web comic one, but it was it was still a bit. I didn't I didn't find my like niche there. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my that's my, my 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 stance is uh we need an authoritarian communist revolution that. Uh, basically just blows up all the server farms in Silicon Valley. No 4chan, none of that stuff. We just have like a solid five years without that. Just hella authoritarian. And, mm-hmm. uh... Just whip us all into Yeah, basically. You're gonna do public works projects. <laughs> you're gonna meet people oh, in person. I hate and, that. And... And oh. everyone's gonna eat soup and breads from the bread line. Oh. And, and everyone's gonna be forced to read Marx and Mao. That and then, sucks. I wanna read cartoons by Forlong. And and uh, what else? What else? What else? Ooh, we have to do this, or else we're fucking literally turning into fucking snow crash. Domino's Pizza is filling in potholes and they're <laughs> working on infrastructure in yeah. America. Yeah. We're gonna we're, we're gonna have a feudal We're gonna have a feudal samurai fucking system of warring clans against one another. I thought but you were gonna say with like Snow Crash that they've started giving people bugs on the pizza to get more protein or whatever. And there's just gonna be there's just going to be people sword fighting in the fucking streets representing, I don't know, Comcast and Domino's Pizza and oh, Papa he, John's he, is going to be left by the wayside. And that's not the future I want to live in. The future is... That we like Sorry. Elon Musk fans. Because have you seen Elon oh, Musk God. replies? It's people would uh, die for him if he asked. If he said, I, I want 10 people to die. break him. <laughs> I'm not gonna date him when he breaks up with Grimes. Yeah, I, I think well, maybe give offer him some demands. You know, like you can get some of this, but I've got to have um, you know a space station. Nah. Did you ever read about Elon Musk's uh, wife before? Like they divorced. Yeah, it was terrible. Like on the day of the wedding, on the day of the wedding. He was like, I'm the alpha in this relationship. Which seems like a fucking weird thing to say on the he day was of. Try, he was trying to trying to start it off on the terms he wanted. I guess. Which, if you ever look at photos of him, she might have been taller than him. Was his wife... She, she, wasn't, she wasn't, like, on the day of. She was like, this is, this is acceptable. This is a quirky thing to say. Oh, God. No, I, I think, feel for her. I really feel for her. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think, I think, and also in the future, uh, in this authoritarian future, we gotta put all the all male divorcees on a fucking island, 
where they can all ruin their own Lord of the Fly society because for whatever reason, it yeah. always seems to correlate to a white dude who's been divorced once or twice in yeah. his lifetime who asks for the craziest shit and yeah. has the weirdest demands of complete strangers. Yeah. Have you ever looked at Notch's Twitter feed? Notch as in, like, uh, the Minecraft guy? Notch, yeah. Yeah. A uh, billion dollars wasn't enough to stay married to Notch. <laughs> do you know what you could do with a billion fucking dollars? Mm. You know what? Like, a billion dollars. The cats are looking at me as I say a billion dollars over and over again. A billion dollars. <laughs> a billion dollars. All the things you could do with a billion dollars, and that wasn't enough. To stay married to the guy. Yeah, you've got to be on a kind of next level asshole stuff to for someone to walk away from a billion dollars. Oh my god. And he would have yeah. had like a rock solid prenup, so she wouldn't have like got half a billion dollars. She would have got like nothing and had to like live with her parents or something. So, yeah, and would have still chosen that over being with that guy. Yeah. Not had a kid. Not uh. fucked. Notch came inside someone. That's disgusting, Michelle. Notch came inside a person and a baby resulted. Safety word, I want to not be on the podcast forever. I, didn't, I hate this conversation. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, a billion dollars! I'll bleep all of it, don't worry. I, I don't think anyone's <laughs> listeners could um, deal with that. Not, not even this podcasts it i mean okay we, we should explain, explain but... to explain to the listeners that michelle said, said something very horrible yeah, <laughs> that just unacceptable. A, a billion dollars she's allowed to think say of that it. think of that think of everything you could do with a billion you know, dollars you know what it is like the coffee that she's had is kicked in that's why yeah she's no, literally been well, said a billion well, dollars for like five minutes now but think yeah. about it. This is what how would you do? What would either of you do with a billion dollars? You can't what even think it? of it. You what just have option paralysis. Yeah. Oh, really? Give some to Ghost Fruits. Okay, give some to Ghost Fruits. Give some to, give some to Kate Words. Okay. Give some to Ivy Adams. Those are all worthwhile causes. It would have chocolate cake, I guess. You just put it in the bank. Well, it would be a good starting place for it. So you, while I work out what to do, right? I don't uh, know. Fuck it. What would you do? You're the one that's hollering. I'm just saying. You could do no. so many things with what a billion dollars. I know you said that. What uh, would you do? I, you know, anything involving riding in a helicopter like once, just to say you did it. You can throw down $50. That's, that's less than, yeah. Really? Yeah, they're not expensive. Like helicopter lands in city? Michelle, I'll do it tomorrow. Immediately. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> done. I could do that with the fucking. I could do that with the comic book money. Fuck <laughs> this shit. I've been, I've been holding. I've been not living my best life for years. Thinking, thinking there were so many barriers to entry for flying in a helicopter, and oh, yeah, like, here and we are. Hot air balloons—they're they're pretty affordable too. Um, no, no, like, yeah, no. That, I've seen some. That's some, a death trap. 
No. Why? Why? That's not a death trap from the helicopters. You're an idiot. No, you could control. There's a stick. You only have a stick for a hot air balloon. Yeah, for you have bags. You have fucking bags. Way less likely to tip over and crash. It'll just go up and down. But you can't. No, you can't add more bags to make it go down more. I you I really the, don't know how a hot air balloon fire, physics works. Fire off a bit. Oh, turn, turn the, the fire f- down. Fire fills it up. It's a little. It's a big. It's filled with fire. Fire floats. Fire! Fire comes out of a spaceship, so it stands to reason that if you put more fire inside something, it makes it go uh, in a direction. Just look, idiot! The sun is filled with fire. The sun floats. It's how they work. Classic science. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. I'm taking you to college. <laughs> I will never go to college. I'm going to teach you. College is not. College, not going to college was the best decision I ever made. It's not that people were wrong for doing it so much as like, I'm too much of a severe depressive. I'd have been, I'd have, I would have been, I would have been dead. And I've done like survival sex work. That amount of debt that seems very crippling. Yeah. Well, you can get get a get a bursary for being gay. We're taking you to Harvard. Oh man. I I would be I would settle for like an honorary Harvard doctorate. I'll draw one up immediately. Michelle Perez, uh, a PhD in the human butthole. You're not allowed a PhD. You have to get a, the little one first. Even if it's honorary, you have to stack those up. You can trade in like five for a PhD. Are we doing Warcraft rules? Three bronze equals like a silver and then a gold? I don't know what that is. And I need to go to a second hand place so I can buy animatronics creatures and we're gonna take their fur off and put new horrible coverings on them and that's gonna be an art project all right that that sounds like all right yeah okay so we're coming up to an hour and um hooray (laughs) we did it yeah we got there uh, a little, little circling, but uh, we, we landed using uh, the helicopter metaphors because it's what we're into now. Uh, yeah. What's yeah. uh What's nine twenty London? What's that? What's the it, deal with that going to be? It is set in two thousand and five in London. It's my first solo graphic novel, and it's mostly done. It'll probably be out with Image, and it might be out next year, but I can't say that for certain yet because I need to like finish the coloring. What's it? What's it gonna be about? Um, it is about two girls, and they're just going around and they're trying their best, and also they need to grow mushrooms to take, otherwise they'll die. I've seen some of the early. I've 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 seen some early images of it, and I like. Uh, 
there's one scene where a character does mushrooms and there's this excellent depth of uh, field uh, thing where, like, I don't know if you're familiar with depth of field, but, like, like in basically... he's on the beach, it's, like, zoomed into... Yeah, she she means basically like a fake camera effect, but still still doing that in a two D panel. Cool. So you draw draw the foreground separately, and then put it through, like process it to look mm. like that. Okay. I stole it from uh, Asano Inio. I stole it from Asano Sensei. What did he do again? Right, he did like Oyasumi Pun Pun. I interviewed him right, last month. Okay, I, yeah, haven't, I haven't written it up yet. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I did a review of one of his books, well, Pun Pun actually. So on yeah, no, he's movies. great. I he love is him. amazing. I, I've only read the first Pun Pun and I'm going to make wow, a point of reading all of them. You need to read more because it kind of gets in good places. They were, they were putting out an English collection of uh, Pun Pun and... I guess they were talking about like also coincidentally uh our our trade was being announced and so like both were in the same panel and Remy was super happy about both of those things being seen together in parallel. He said it was Twitter. good. I I gave him a copy and he said it was good. Nice. Oh, nice. We got we got that we we got the we got the pun pun endorsement that is key. Yeah, the demographics are being met. I'll show you the interview I did with him when I finished the write-up. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, send that my way because I'll be interested in that as well. Yeah, I should. It. It, it should run in Paste Magazine or something. I have to like finish formatting it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that book was like, I I've, I don't think I've read manga since I was a little kid, like little, like Dragon Ball Z and stuff. Oh wow! Like, you should definitely keep going with Pumpin because it yeah. really goes different places. Yeah, and uh, as to graphic novel professionals, <laughs> uh, what kind of what other stuff uh, should people check out? Because when I when I talk to people who listen to the show, it's like half of them like read comics, uh, half of them have never touched them. Uh, so for that half that have never touched them. What should people check out right now? Uh, um, that's running currently, or yeah, the, like new stuff. I, I mean, people know to read like Mouse and Watchmen. Or something. Uh, I'm gonna speaking for myself personally. Uh, there are stuff from the early aughts and Cape comics that I was super into when Mark Miller was still involved with that stuff. Uh, that said, right now a comic that's coming up that. A buddy of mine in Image, Christopher Sabala, is putting out called Crowded. Uh, I'd say look out for that. He hooked me up with uh, the first three issues. I read them nonstop. The basic premise is instead of trying to reimagine cyberpunk stuff, uh, Sabala and the group of people working on it, uh, Rostein, a bunch of people, uh, they're imagining crowdfunding basically being used to assassinate people and Ooh, it gets and, uh, and basically the person who is the target of a crowdfunding campaign hires someone on a Uber for private security sort of thing and 
basically the story becomes why do all these people want me to die? And we sort of learn through character cues that the person sort of conceited and aloof and the whole thing becomes world building about the world these people inhabit now where everything is a part of the gig economy, whether you like it or not. And it, it, it draws parallel to the real world in a way that's intelligent and is not like, I mean, it's funny you mentioned Black Mirror, like a running joke about Black Mirror is like uh, the future, but phones evil in it. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, this is more, this is more of a sharp satirical take. And I, I really enjoy it. Uh, and, Shoot, I'm gonna I'm gonna wave my own flag. I like my book. Our like book is book. good. Yeah, your book is if good. You, if you if you don't like the our book, you like bad books, and you're a bad book. Whoa, whoa, sell down, sell down. Okay, we don't. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I want to have wow. to bleep you again. All right. And bad comic books are bad. All right. I'm sorry. Right. The sense the censors are pulling me away. Yeah. The censors uh, are pulling away. Buy Strawberry Milkshake by Kate Wirtz. Oh my it's god, just come yes. out in print. Buy Pinky and Pepper Forever by Ivy Atoms. That's from Silver Sprocket Press. Buy something from Annie Koyama. Don't do what I say. Just go to Koyama Press. Just get get something. Maybe ooh, get ooh, something ooh. at random. Buy, buy Alex Deegan's Soft X-Ray Slash Mindhunters. Actually, that was a trick. If you ended up cho- choosing Alex Deegan's Soft X-Ray Mind Run- Hunters from Koyama Press, that was a test you passed it. Cause that's and if you buy that, if you buy that, if you buy that comic book, then you're a good comic book. And guess what? Comic books are good. Sorry, but sorry okay. again. The, great, the sensors, great, the sensors great. are pull- pulling me away again. No, great, Michelle's losing it. I've. I've definitely, I've definitely lost it. Um, good, I've done great. Good work, everyone. Good, good work. So, yeah, and I must reiterate: the pervert, fucking brilliant. Everyone should read it. Um, it made me cry. Like there are <laughs> a, a maybe that I can think of off the top of my head. Free works of literature in like any format that have made me cry. Oh, dope. What are the other ones? Uh, one was The Road by Cormac McCarthy. Uh-huh. That's, that's a big... That's, for, that, that's a tear, tearjerker. Oh, my God. That's funny as hell. I... Uh, Cormac McCarthy's one of my biggest influences. And I don't know if you know this, the, perver- the pervert, pretty fucking bleak. <laughs> it is a fair bit bleak, yeah. I, I, well, I it's real. It's like autobio. The only bit that was fake was the grey dog and his wife. A.K. like the only fucking like nicer bits, <laughs> even though he's a bit weird, and he well, has his wife that he loved. That was like fake. With an asterisk, yeah, I was gonna say that's with an asterisk. He's a composite character. He is yeah. based off of a few dudes. Mm. Yeah, he he was a. A really fun, fun character. Well, not fun. Fun in the. In I the hate him. Sounds. All of everyone on Twitter was like, they like love this guy so much. I'm like, how much of you could stand to get with this dude? Yeah, I mean, I I, I wouldn't want to hang out with him. 
at all. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah, like a, a billion guys like that. Um, yeah. If I'm sure if I like walked out in the street in America, I could find this guy. But mm-hmm. at the same time, reading about him, and it's, he, he, was a, he was a good character, if not a good person. Yeah. His story arc is really good. Mm-hmm. The, the whole the whole thing about Tom is that like uh, there there is a tendency where if people uh, do criticism with regard to men, there's like okay, there are men who say all the right things and do everything <sighs> correct, and we're finding this out more and more. You see a lot of stuff nowadays, and then it turns out they're a fucking monster. Mm, For yeah. whereas with Tom, I wanted to point out that there are people that are maybe dumb or are inarticulate or who are very messy people with their own traumas and deep-rooted problems but are inherently good people. It's not really my take on, well, what if there are good men? It's 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 talking about a, a core thing I believe about in people where uh, what will make me distrust people the most will be about them talking about how good they are and how not bigoted they are Mm. and how without sin they are. Yeah. Like for me, Tom is, is like a guy who is full of problems and he's like, I'm attracted to you because I love she males. And it's like, (laughs) God, you're so fucking stupid. Yeah. You don't even think about this shit before you say it out loud, but yeah, like he's a good Hub person. Has spanned that word, but uh, yeah, he's yeah, he's a basically decent kind of working class guy who's probably a little out of touch with this stuff, and yeah, yeah, like I said, I, yeah, I like the guy. It, it's like it's like with someone where you like. Mm, there's like a level to which like usually people won't let stuff fly in their personal lives but there'll be people that are kind of a bit clueless but it's like yeah go on then because they kind of like hold up their end of it or they like they like back up like back up the interaction with a kind of essential human kindness that you don't really don't really get in large supply in general so yeah. There's like a level to which you'll find your like you'll allow your personal boundaries to get a bit bent. Mm, yeah, and that kind of personal kindness is very rare in the kind of very online uh, activisty kind of um, people who I don't want to use the term virtue signal because that's a kind of alt righty term, but you you know what I mean by virtue signal. You really I guess want, you I, really want you to know that they're I good would, people. I would. Just... I would say I would say enter wolf's wolf and sheep's clothing into your mm. lexicon yeah. if you ever reflexively say virtue signal uh, <laughs> because there there are people that there are people that know how to basic social engineering exists in everything mm. there are, if if someone built it someone can unmake it there are people that use the language of social justice or whatever to basically be fucking awful people under the guise of uh, hi, I'm cute, I'm great, I'm a soft boy. You see this shit all the time. Oh yeah, uh, that's come up on this show like so many times. There must be some sort of synchronicity. I hope it's not the universe telling me not to be like that because I I hope I'm not like that. 
I think it's just that it's highly widespread. Oh yeah, very much so. And yeah, I guess with like Me Too and stuff, it's coming out there way more. That all these people we used to think were great are actually monsters. Yeah, on that note, I'm going to have a fucking hot shower (laughs) till I feel like I can go outside again. (laughs) I'm going to go to bed because it's late. Cool. Good work, everyone. Yeah. Sorry for the podcast that got too real. That's all good. I mean, gummy bears now. They're really good. Michelle, do not eat on a podcast. I am so furious. Yeah, you can eat on this. What am I gonna do if someone hands me gummy bears? Am I just gonna be like, okay? Wait, did you? Okay, you're not hanging up. Okay, um, Mm. tempted. People can actually can totally eat whatever they like on this podcast, right up to the microphone. Really go at it like blah 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 blah. blah. I'm 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 gonna hang up. I'm I'm gonna hang up if she does that. I'm not doing that right now. It's not him. Okay. So, The Pervert, everyone. Mm-hmm. Good book. Uh, these people, good people. Follow them. We're on... okay. We're okay. Just Google it. Just give us money. Cool. Yeah. Go Go, buy from your local comic shop. Buy it from any decent online retailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy Remy's comic. Buy my comic with... Uh, E-Coffee, Extinction Level Event. We're going to be starting that up again soon. Oh, yeah. I so, I wanna, yeah. What, what, okay, real quick. What, uh, uh, okay. What's uh, Extinction Level Event? Because I've heard of that. I've heard it's good. I, I've never heard, never looked into what it actually is. So, it's not printed yet. Ah. Uh, extinction Level Event. Uh, well, we're basically... As soon as uh, I got done with The Pervert, I didn't stop working on comics, and it was the first thing I worked on after working with Remy, uh, with with E-Coffee. They are that, or they are at Fruit Decay on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coffee's got a huge following on Tumblr and the like. Basically, Coffee is immensely talented. It is a... A completely different book from The Pervert, but there are furry characters in it. <clears throat> and it is about a dog boy that basically uh, declares war on humanity because uh, his people are kind of facing internment-style uh, conditions. And basically, we... It, it it was my take on uh, what's happening with ICE right now in America mm-hmm. and with American policing, and it's a much different book than The Pervert in that if there are political overtones in The Pervert, uh, this is this is just on the nose. This is just me being outright and open with what I believe, and uh, I think. I think about seven or eight cops die in this comic, and nice. two ICE agents get blown up by a laser gun, and I want just way two? more dead cops by the end of the book. Yeah, just two, okay. but we want way more dead cops and ICE agents uh, in the comic before it ends. 
Whereas nine twenty London is just like just like lots of scene girls, lots of mushrooms. <laughs> nine twenty London isn't printed yet. Neither is Michelle's comic. But if you look either of us up by typing in those names, then there are ways you can sort of sort of support and read in advance if you're interested in either of those. Yeah, we we both have much more coming down the pipe. I got a book, nice. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I'll, I'll check those out because they they both <laughs> they both sound like they'll scratch a different but good itch in me. Yeah, totally. Maybe especially my early love of scene girls in like two thousand five, and my yeah, love of dead cops. So back on back on that shit. Yeah, dead 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 cops dead cops. <laughs> uh, yeah, yep. I don't, I don't really have follow up statements. That could be my last statement for. The, the Death Sentence podcast. Dead Cops. Cool. It's a good See fun. you later. <laughs> okay. We're going to play some heavy metal to end the episode. Mm. This is the only thing that could possibly compete with the word Dead Cops uh, repeated as much as we have. Um, and by the way, if you stab an ICE agent, then you get a free uh, uh, Patreon subscription. Yay. Um, hey, there you go. Yeah. It sells uh, itself. So I'm going to play uh, Secret Cutter from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. They've got a new album called Quantum Eraser. They're sludge and they're good as fuck. This is the second song on it. It's called Trampled by Light. This this riff is going to be... It, it's going to be your co-pilot. It's going to be your Chewbacca. It's going to be in your head for like the next week because it's such a good riff. Uh, so listen to that uh, by the pervert come back next week because we're going to be talking about this weird weird shit that uh, my usual co-host Langdon recommended it's like a it's like a Japanese grotesque body horror office comedy uh, oh what's it called uh, Sisyphean okay uh, it's yeah it's a it's translated from Japanese it's it, it goes into like bits that are like a high school uh, anime, but with like Cronenberg monsters. It's it's amazing, and that's going to be we're going to be all up in that book next week. So come back for that one, and read the pervert and listen to Secret Cutter.